On this week's GTA 6 O'Clock, Rockstar's secret trailer formula exposed. Plus, our take on what will be shown when we finally get to see it. It's all here on this week's GTA 6 O'Clock. Hello and welcome back to another episode of GTA 6 O'Clock. My name is James and I'm here joined once again by Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello there. Hello. Um, thank you again to everybody who tuned in to episode one. We were overwhelmed with all of the people who came in and showed their support for the show. Uh, so thank you very much. Anything to add on that one, Dan, before I say what we're going to do this uh, week? Only to add the most humble of thanks for everyone who turned up for what was effectively our first show for over a decade. What I found especially touching in a, in a very real human way was so many people in comments saying, wow, I was 14 years old when the show began. I'm now 24 and I own a house and I've got three children. And I was like, whoa, that is very touching. Thank you for taking the time to come back into the show. And I think that's what makes this show so exciting is that we are revisiting GTA in a whole new context. Yes, an amazing reaction. Uh, thank you once again. For those of you who are asking, we are planning on sharing this on podcast channels everywhere you get your podcasts. By the time this episode goes out, all of that should be set up. So you should be able to hear from this episode onwards, this show on everywhere you get your podcasts. If you're listening on one of those platforms for the first time, hello, welcome. Uh, this is a GTA show that covers everything about GTA 6. We did this in the lead up to GTA 5 for two years before that game came out. Yes, we did a show two years before GTA came out. We started the show before there was even anything like no official material at all. I think what we became was, I, I'd like to think, a bit of a rallying post for the Rockstar community in the absence of actual information from Rockstar. And I think the show is, yes, it's about GTA 6. It's also about Rockstar Games, the developer. And I also think, this might just be me, it's a bit of a rallying post for people who believe that games can be something truly magical and surprise you. And that's what Rockstar have always delivered. So please join us on this journey. Jumping in to this week's episode, we've got a couple of new things, of bits of news to talk about before we get right into the depths of things. Um, for those of you who don't know, the GTA Definitive Edition is coming to Netflix, uh, which means on your phone, you can go to the Games tab. And from December 14th, you will be able to play the GTA Definitive Edition. Now... What that means for GTA 6 is that December 14th, as a date, has probably been taken off the table for any kind of trailer reveal. Oh there, past James. This is James from December the 4th. And as we now know, on Friday, December 1st, Rockstar officially announced that the first trailer for the next GTA game is coming on December 5th at 9am ET, 2pm GMT. That's at the time of this recording, tomorrow. Of course, both Dan and I are super, super excited about what we're about to see, and we'll have the ultimate trailer breakdown for you on our regular Wednesday show, December 6th, 6pm. We may also record an instant reaction, which we'll release on Tuesday, December 5th, as soon as we can after the trailer drops. So subscribe and keep an eye out for that. Because of the announcement, there have been a few more edits than normal to this episode, and you're listening to it early. Happy Monday. You may also notice that we mentioned some things related to the trailer being announced or released later in the episode, which will now, of course, be incorrect. But we thought that you might like to hear the thinking around those topics anyway, so we've left some of those bits in. 
There's no way of actually proving this now, of course, but you might be interested in our conclusion from the now cut section where we speculated about the then unknown release date. We don't think from the things that we're hearing that it's going to be at the Game Awards. Like we can pretty much, I'd, well, I'd like to say confidently, personally, and this is just speculation, I don't think it's going to be at the Game Awards. Um, but what I do think might happen is it could be as early as next week. So it could be December the 5th. Do I think it would be at the Game Awards? No, I'm starting to lean more towards it being early. Like you said, James, I feel like I've got an extra spider tingle for Tuesday, December the 5th. <laughs> well, there it is. The rest of the episode speculation about what will actually be in the trailer is gold. Not the Spandau Ballet song, though. And that reference will become clear later. So stay tuned. And now... Back to my past self for more GTA 6 o'clock. Sure. And the final thing that we'd love to hear from you guys about is um, that Rockstar have bought 5M and Red M and what this means for GTA Online and GTA 6 going forwards. Uh, if you'd like a bit more information about that, let us know and we will go in depth on it. But just as a quick top line overview, Dan, what is it and what could it mean? So 5M and Red M are the primary GTA role-playing communities. Now, what does that mean? It means that for people who play GTA online, particularly on PC, there's been a whole like homebrew scene, DIY scene, of people making really complex mods for the main GTA game. That can be anything from changing the way the game mechanics work to changing the physical location of clothes and outfits and these sorts of things. What it really means is it's possible to go into dedicated role-playing servers and play GTA in an entirely different way. Now, this might be as simple as you sign up to be a cop or a robber, but it can be as complex as you sign up to be a desk clerk and your job is purely to serve customers and not to break role. And in fact, people who do break role might get you know, slammed down upon by the role-playing policeman. Uh, now, at another level, there's servers where you can play as rival gangs. There's other servers where you can play as it's all about money making. You can buy any property that exists on the map and you can either play as a greedy CEO, a gangster or a policeman. So there's really rich possibilities. The modding community itself has always been a little bit of a wild west. It's difficult to get into. You need a lot of instructions and encouragement. So I think what Rockstar have recognised They've bought this company, um, well, the parent company called CFXRE for an undisclosed sum back in August. What are Rockstar going to do with this company? Let's see. My feeling would be it's all about creating legitimacy for a, an increasingly growing community. They've said publicly no big plans for change right now. We, I think the best way to, do, to investigate this would be for us to chat with people in that community on the show. So do let us know if you're in that community and you want to chat or if, if there's something particular you'd like us to explore around this community. What I would say is that I think Rockstar long term, well, it will be all about taking role playing and making it mainstream because at the moment it's a super niche activity. They will want to make this easy to access. Skip forward a few years are Rockstar looking at Roblox, Fortnite, Metaverses? How can they make it so that you can exist as you across various GTA servers? All of that stuff is to discuss, but there's clearly another path here, and it's probably linked back to them making more money, let's be clear. Yeah, plenty to discuss on that front for sure. So 
we will get into that over the coming weeks and months. Um, but for now, for this episode, let's talk about the trailer uh, that we are about to get. But it is also the time that this is Rockstar's big announcement to the world, even outside of games, of what GTA 6 is going to be. And, you know, we're, and everyone listening, have to remember that we're really close to this. Like, we know, you know, all of the little details, but there's 95% of people outside mm, of yeah, games yeah. who won't even know that it's leaked or that it's even coming. And this will be their first introduction to the game. So it probably has to set up the game on that level as well as pleasing some of the people who think they know what's coming. Yeah, the context has changed because of the leak. James has summarised it really well there. Uh, the context has changed because of the leak. So there's a, an element of, as we do our sort of informed uh, analysis of what we think the trailer will be, that Rockstar might be playing to the crowd who already think they know what the game is. We talked about this last week where there seems to be a huge body of evidence around the game being set in Vice City. Uh, two lead characters, one of them is a woman. Uh, as we talked about, a sort of Cag uh, not Cagney and Lacey, that would be something entirely That's a different. different game. Cagney and Lacey would be brilliant. Uh, a Bonnie and Clyde style tale. Uh, now, we, you know, that it would be almost unbelievable were Rockstar to have secretly created a different game in a different location with different characters and all of the hundred leak videos were, you know, 10 years old in, or a secret ruse. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, they, even Leslie Bensney was saying this 10, 15 years ago, they, they commit to a location that's where the, the birthplace of everything is. So, I, you know, they've clearly committed hard to Vice City. What I think could happen, though, is that they might pretend that it's not that, or they might for a few seconds play with the expectations of the hardcore crowd. Mm -hmm. That might be revealing something that isn't immediately Vice City or characters who aren't immediately the ones we think they're going to be. I think that would be fun because for the hardcore, it creates a bit of hype and tingle and, a, oh my God, maybe we were all wrong. That would be super fun if they did that. And I think they should think about that. But as you rightly point out, 95% of the people who will eventually buy GTA 6 probably don't even know there's going to be a GTA 6 right now, let alone have any awareness of a leak a couple of months ago. Mm. So in the biggest possible sense, it's just about making a really good, classic, what's a great reveal trailer for GTA 6. Which segues nicely into what is the secret formula that Rockstar have been using for so long. Well, if we look at some previous trailers, you can start to get an idea of what we might be seeing. So here is a side-by-side -side of a G the GTA 5 trailer 1 and the Red Dead trailer 1, Red Dead 2 trailer 1. Now, these are 12 and 7 years apart, respectively. Um, but you can see already from the opening shots that they follow a pretty similar pattern and I'd go as far to say I haven't done this but if you actually counted the number of scene changes in these trailers it's probably going to be pretty similar they all open with like a classic environment shot like and this shot here is pretty much the same shot yeah right it's the colors are the same it's just we're on a beach or we're in the mountains like it's it's pretty similar and it as it goes through you can see that they're all big 
beautiful cityscapes. There's lots of environmental shots. There's lots of hints at things you might be doing. In the GTA 5 one, you've got yoga and golf. You see some vehicles. There's wildlife locations. And the Red Dead one, you've got campfires, trains, shops, and one line of VO. Now, I think this is something that we talked about uh, just before hitting the record button, Dan, is normally in these trailers, you get a hint, at least, of the main character. Now, in this case, we might be playing, in the GTA 6 case, we might be playing with two characters, but you don't get much in the sense of anything to do with sort of their background and things. It's very much a tease to who that person or who those people you might be playing as is going to be. Yeah, the first trailer is always is vibes. It, it's big themes. It's it. You look back at the GTA Five reveal trailer. You know, uh, why, why did I move here? I guess it was the weather. You see Michael, who was one of three lead characters, exceptionally brief, briefly, where the sort of you know the camera pans over his, his shoulder. And I remember, I remember at the time speculating about who he was, and he's clearly the voiceover guy, isn't he? And then you know we went down that big rabbit hole, and yes, he did turn out to be like one of the lead characters and I guess you could if you had to say it was anyone's story it's kind of his um, but there were also characters in the trailer we were like oh who will this person be there was a whole James and I were talking off air about remember that time we all speculated on oh my god is that CJ from San Andreas running away from the cops down the street mm-hmm. no uh, <laughs> and neither neither was it Franklin who turned out to be one of the lead characters so bringing that all back round to GTA 6 like I would expect to briefly glimpse one of the leads probably the lead as Rockstar see it in their eyes and probably you know probably whether it's through directly through their voice or through a third person narrator hear about the story as it affects the protagonist mm-hmm. and kind of the very broad setting but as I say the the calculus is slightly changed because of the world that this trailer arrives in and people having certain expectations. So it might be that they you know, they don't lead with the voice of the lead character, but they use, a bit like the Red Dead trailer, um, that it's not the lead character speaking, but thematically it's setting it up really neatly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so as you can see in those, those trailers, I think the shots are similar. Now, you would say, but that's only the last two trailers. Now... Even if you go back to, say, like the GTA 4 trailer, which was, you know, a long, long time ago, 16 years ago. Wow. The structure is the same, right? It opens with an environmental shot. It gives you some hints of things you might be doing, like you see the roller coaster, you see cars on the street, you see the ferry terminal, like all of that kind of stuff. But it is all, like you say, it is all scene setting. There's nothing until later on where you actually hear from Nico for the first time, which is, you know, a couple of lines of dialogue and that is it. But again, it follows the same, hey, look at this amazing city we've built and some of the things you get to do in it. And here's a little snippet of the main character. Now, if you put all of those three trailers side by side, again, I think thematically they're very similar. And it even extends back into you know the original yeah, Vice yeah. City trailer, which is like even further back, right? You're going 16 years ago, exactly the same. You would say, opens with nice city shots. 
you can see the beach, you see Miami, you see Vice City, you see a bit of Tommy, but that's it, right? It's all about the music and the vibes. And, you know, let's be clear, there's a lot of sunsets in, in all of these trailers, and that's because, as human beings, I think we all respond incredibly favourably to sunsets or sunrises. They're like a universal symbol. This is me getting really poetic. They're a universal symbol of, of things can be different. A new day, a new dawn, something magical, something different. This is entire. This is what GTA, the video game, represents. These are epochal releases that come out at the moment. This is the first GTA game for 10 years. You know, the World Cup is more often than this, right? We've had two and a half World Cups in this time, for maybe more because of the, the strange alignment of the last World Cup. It's, it's, it's a huge event. And, and everyone in video games looks to GTA to say, what are you thinking? What's the future? What have these mavericks cooked up? It's like old Hollywood. You know, Rockstar don't talk outside of school, so to speak. They just announce their products and let the games do the speaking. So the vibe of that trailer is so critical to the setup. Now, we'll probably in a minute touch on the, the importance of the soundtrack mm -hmm. to that. But before we jump into soundtrack, what I wanted to add was this was something that people had picked up on from the leak and the uh, lots of uh, very you know early and quite crude footage that was doing the round rounds. But everyone noticed that the, there was a noticeable improvement in I think like volumetric fogging the lighting the dynamic lighting everything you'd expect of a next gen or new gen graphical take so I would be staggered were Rockstar not to hit you in the same way they did with the GTA 4 trailer in the cities and the pan and the sunlight you've got to think as well you know compared to the very early GTA games the idea of a dynamic a truly dynamic 24-hour day night cycle with rolling weather patterns was simply a technical impossibility. Mm. So if they've taken that to the next level, whether it's with, you know, like we talk about in games, weather, the foam, the waves, the fog, the snow, they're going to hit us with a lot of weather effects. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you only effects. have to look at Red Dead 2, right? To, yeah. To see how amazing that game looks on, on PS5 and go, this is a, you know, they've stepped that engine up again, you would imagine, for GTA 6. I would not be I would not be surprised if it almost feels a bit like watching planet Earth where the footage is so beautiful. They could even lean in on the fact of because this is a hilarious thing from the leak. And this is really, really, really obscure and mad. People were really going, oh, look, the raccoons can ferret through your bins. Now, you could make part of the trailer that almost like, you know, here's this super dynamic city where you know, raccoons ferret through bins and there's urban foxes and all that. And you almost tell the story of the game through through that. And if, if as we speculated last week, GTA 6 is less about scale in the way that San Andreas was and multiple locations and more about depth and incredible, you know, realism, maybe that's a way they hedge in on this trailer. But I still think exactly what you said, it's all going to be done through environment, very broad sweep, vibes, you know, getting everyone super excited about the possibilities. Yeah, there is no way you don't see a shot of an animal doing something fun in that trailer. I'm going <laughs> to put that out there now. I'm putting my hat on that stake. It's going to feature an animal in some way, for sure. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on before we jump into the, the music of all of the trailers is is the length of it. Yeah. Um, now, again, following 
Rockstar's previous pattern, it's probably going to be between 60 and 90 seconds, but probably closer to 60. So the GTA 5 trailer was 1 minute 24. The Red Dead trailer was 108. The GTA 5 launch trailer on PS5 was 57 seconds. Like they, you know, they're all pretty short snapshots of the world. And I don't see this being very different than that. So I'm going to say a 60 to 90 second trailer and probably 10 seconds of that is the logo. Yep. Um, So, yes, as you mentioned, Dan, music is such a massive part of all of these trailers and has been since the beginning. Um, We had uh, Nut Gone Flake, GTA 5, which sort of cemented that song. I mean, we use it, right? (laughs) Well, we used it for our entire show. um, And it's the thing that everyone goes, oh, I love hearing that sound again. You've got to, to take this even further back. Rockstar was started by former music executives who could see that video games were an emerging field that hadn't quite found their mojo or their cool yet. And they were the first to truly recognize the power of music aligned to visuals. So GTA's thing, particularly for, you know, even in the very early days when it was top down, right? But I think especially when it moved for GTA 3, that, you know, that game having a, a dynamic radio station soundtrack, which mm-hmm. at the time was... That was kind of like hokey pokey invented music, not licensed music. But they still knew the power of music to change the mood of the game. So the choice of track, I I cannot imagine the meetings and the deliberations they would have had about what's the right track for six. And I would have loved to have been in the room where however many of their creative quorum, all of them nodded and went, we've got it. Or like at least the three who didn't like it went, I don't like it, but I'll shut up. Uh, Because... That that's the that is the magic, and yeah. the edit will come from the soundtrack, mm-hmm. and and it will inform and you know and James James you know James is also a brilliant uh, technical video editor, and I don't, you know he won't blow his own trumpet and I'll blow it for him. But you know James, I, whenever we are making trailers for our shows or trying to understand the trailers from the shows, I will go to James and ask and go, it's missing something. I don't know what. And James is good at breaking down the, you know, ha- it's all. Uh, there's a really good interview at the moment on Games Radar uh, with one of the team who made the GTA 4 trailer that was really iconic with the LCD sound system mm-hmm. track. Uh, and there's a really good interview with a the guy there they talk to says, um, I don't think folks really appreciating editing that much, but amazing editing is like game feel. Imperceptible, but everyone senses it. And that's exactly it. It's it's the alignment of movement to sound and the, the synesthesia of it, which elevates the feel and how you feel about the trailer. So would could, would I go go on record as guessing what the track is? I haven't got a Scooby-Doo. Well, but, I'm glad I'm here then. Well, I'm glad you can guess, but I, I honestly would not feel confident pinning my, you know, my colours to any mast right now. All I would say is it will be a track that is... Either it announces itself and it's all about vibes or it's the fourth most famous single from a band you know, but this is never their acclaimed track. Well, what Rockstar will never do is go trending popular, something that's, you know, it's a bit popular today, but gone tomorrow. I just think that's not their style. It's all about 
showing you how well they curate. They all, you know, Rockstar, if they were a kid in the playground, would have always had the best mixtape. Sure, yeah. Now, like, I agree to an extent, but, you know, the world has changed, and they might want something that everybody is reasonably familiar with. I mean, we're about to have that meeting in the boardroom that you talked about <laughs> and and go through some tracks and see what we think about them. But, I mean, let's talk about the other trailer tracks as well. Like, obviously, Red Dead 2 doesn't have radio stations because everyone, you know, it's Wild West and everyone's back on horses. So that was like an original track. Yeah. Uh, which was, you know, also very good and did very much give you the vibes of the game. They've used uh, like Baker Street's Undercover, which is that sax saxophone solo. Uh, Nathan might be able to play a little bit of it. So they've used that before. They've used Self Control, um, which is a great track on the GTA 10th anniversary trailer. Do you know Self Control? Yep. Um, Don't make me sing it. I, I will not. But Nathan again, little little sample. Vice City, it's 24 karat gold these days. Um, and then someone the first Vice City trailer used Cool and the Gang, Summer Madness which is so great and really does give you the vibes of, like, 80s Miami. Oh, that song is pure sunshine, isn't it? Now, is there a world where they find an updated version of that song as an amazing homage to, like, you know, if all of the rumours are true that we are going back, that they can somehow find a 2000s version that is... Iconic enough, but cool enough. I don't know. I think that's like an outside bet, but it would be pretty special and a, and a nice nod to everyone who's been with the series for so long. I like that line of thinking a lot. I would be staggered if they hadn't discussed that in their boardroom meetings and someone had gone, what about if we remixed a classic track? So let, let's see. But I, I do agree that would be quite a smart way because you know, the game itself we think might be a remix of a world we think we know. Mm. And it's a perfect, it's the perfect sunshine track. Now, what I would say is, if you look at the the music used in the GTA 4 reveal trailer, who would have said they were a fan of like I can't even pronounce it, "Fruit I Go" by Philip Glass? I mean, that's some, and I, and I, and I all right, <clears throat> kind of me, but like <laughs> that's some arch stuff. Uh, it's not mainstream at all. It, it's about the, the, the combination. So I think there's still scope for something deeply left field. Yes. Um, and back on the same vibes of, of it, could it be an 80s cover updated? Like there are some great covers out there. There's an artist called Beth Wars that has done a Chris Isaac's Wicked Game cover. Like updated that. To, I mean, it's it's quite similar, but it's a different person. The, the lyrics in that are quite fitting for probably what kind of story this is going to be. Like, that is an option. Um, some other things I'm going to throw out there before we get into, like, some actual edits and some surprises for Dan is, like, these are two, like, massive artists, right? And they're not in the same thing of, like, being left field. But the artist NF is incredibly popular right now. I don't think any of those tracks are the right vibe, especially for like trailer one and and giving you those Miami vibes, but it could be 
I mean, I'm sure these people are going to be on radio stations, right? If if not, yeah, sure. the lead song, and you know, also people like Taylor Swift, Inle- unless she's gone mad and said, "I'm not putting any of my music in games," you'd expect her to feature on a radio station. They could use one of her songs as a trailer. You know, she's one of the biggest artists in the world. It's like the two biggest things in the world coming together to make an incredible trailer. But again, I. I just don't think it quite fits that vibe. So in terms of things that I do think fits that vibe, uh, I've made a couple of videos. Now, I don't... Should I tell you who it is before we play it? Or should I just see if you like it? Well, I mean, I can respond to whether I like it. If you're asking me to guess the artist, I am about to be brutally exposed. So (laughs) I'm not going to ask you to guess the artist. Maybe I'll just... I won't tell you the artist and you can just see if you like it. Sure. And then I can be... I I will rate them on a scale of uh, Rockstar Vibes 0 to 10. Okay, fine. Uh, Let me pull the first one up. Now, before I play this... uh, Producer Nathan, I'm not sure how much of this we can actually show to the audience, but there's some shots in here that we can definitely put up on screen. So um, you might not get the full Dan video experience because there's some things in here that are pulled from loads of places across the (laughs) Internet and might not be broadcastable on this show. Um, But so this one I was really on board with and thought it was going to be great until I put it to the visuals and then I was like, oh, well. That's a shame because it doesn't quite work. But let's see what you think. express my views on top of the soundtrack oh well stop it for editing purposes <laughs> so that that is i you know it it starts with burt bacharach i am a deep fan of burt bacharach burt bacharach i can't say it burt bacharach walk on by it's a little bit too gentle i was as i was watching it i was thinking but it might work if it kicks into something a bit more modern halfway through drop the beat maestro there we go i st- I still think it's a little bit too, a bit too crude or gauche for Rockstar. I think because it's, it's a very like it's a very modern track that, you know, when it becomes a different song, it doesn't do in a way that felt especially subtle. I mean, I will say that I have edited that in a way. You know, I mean, the song does do that. Sure, but I think there is space in there, especially just before the drop, for like that one line of bo from a character yeah, yeah. or somebody saying, oh my God, it's all about the money for you. And then happens yeah. into the action. That was uh, Doja Cat, uh, another massive artist uh, with a track called Paint the Town Red. Well, which... and I do know Doja Cat. So that was one where I might have not disgraced myself. So yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I think I think that in my mind was working when I was just listening to it. Putting it to visuals maybe doesn't quite work. But what does work is like the lyrics. And if it is going to be about, we assume, a female character. And the the trailer is centered around that. All of the lyrics are like, 
she's a bad little Nathan beat this up she's a bad little bitch she's a rebel put her foot to the pedal it takes a whole lot for me to settle she's the devil you know it'd be a montage of her doing really bad stuff right or some bad stuff uh, so thematically I think that quite works what's my only that? fear is that it, it's not like it's not as gauche as this but if you've ever watched a transformers movie oh. where michael bay is the master of hear what you see where you know if if there was a female character who was burning the track playing would be this girl's on fire it, it it's that literal now mm. i think they they would do something i think a bit more sideways facing uh but you know do do watch a transformers movie if you want to see the worst example of songs literally saying <laughs> what's happening on screen all right let me play out the next one for you oh i'll give that one 5 out of 10 rockstar vibes rockstar boardroom 5 out of 10 yeah all right Is a, an instrumental version of Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball. It is. Now, in the Transformers movie, <laughs> a character would appear on screen with two giant wrecking balls for hands, and then he would come in and hit someone, and it would go, he came in like a... And you get where I'm going with it. Well, I mean, the, there is that Transformers movie when there's a Transformers with two massive balls. I am directly below enemy scrotum. Yes, and they came in like... Anyway, th- that... that Whilst, again, that track is far too obvious, the vibe of the start of it and the tingles, mm. there, that's the vibe. That's what so you want, right? The tingles are, vi- are vibes. And I think for that reason, I would give that kind of, you know, slow build, melty, fizzy sunset s- sound a six out of ten oh. rock star vibes. Okay. Miley Cyrus three out of ten Even, though again I could see you on the soundtrack sure alright uh, let's queue up the final one we've gone transformers again (laughs) oh man that is there's a new transformer who likes money he he transforms into an atm and he spits out money like bullets well that was uh bruno mars (laughs) money make her smile 
so, if, you know, if we're going literal and it's about a female character who needs yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. I, you know, all of these songs obviously could be just instrumental versions. Um, but occasionally Rockstar do use lyrics in there. Let me things. throw in on that theme a banger that I think would be a brilliant and would be correct to the thematic. I would pick out the Pet Shop Boys, Opportunities. You've got the looks, I've got the brains, let's make lots of money. Now that's about a partnership. Mm -hmm. This game is about a partnership. The Pet Shop Boys are almost universally loved and all-time pop star icons. That would be a banging track. And also, it's a cheeky nod to the 80s, which would suit Vice City. That I think that would be brilliant because that song is that song is vibe vibosity. That's a nine out of ten rock star vibes. Okay, right. So, all right. Well, let's put that over the thing. Yeah, Nathan, you can do that, uh, and we'll see what that. And don't make me sing it because if I have to sing, you've got the looks, I've got the brains. Let's make. Anyway, I won't go into the singing, but you know what I mean. So I like it. I like it. That's that. That would be a good one. Actually, I thought you're right, and that was a super fun exercise in. Rockstar probably did that, but with a mere thousand songs. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it's got to be cut to the music and like, wow. Like, the, you know, the let Rockstar, let this make this for you. The making of your trailer. We will make the making of your trailer. We would love to do that and we would love to talk to you about it. So please, Rockstar, if you're listening, set that up. Let's talk about it. Even if we have to pretend it's about one of the old trailers, but it's secretly about the new one. Perfect. Well, that is... Um... A nice little stab at what we think the music might be like. Now, if any of them are correct, wow, am I going to have a great time in the next episode? But, I mean, let's see. There's a chance that by the time we do the next episode after this show, that the trailer will be out there. We'll get to do the full analysis. We'll get to pick over all of the little details. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. One thing before we go that I'm going to throw in is a left-field option. Now, all of the trailers that they have done previously have been, as you say, like super highly edited. They hit the beats. They do all of that stuff. There's loads of, you know, Mm. there's lots of cuts in there. Now, it's 2023, almost 2024. Now, what if, and I'm sure, as you say, they've discussed this as well, that the trailer was just like a one shot. Yeah. So it's becoming a very popular thing, especially in cinema of having really long, unbroken shots of things happening all at once. Now, there's a world where the camera can start in a building or on a beach with a character, and it basically travels throughout the entire city with things happening around it, but it doesn't cut. So you can imagine it like spinning around NPCs as they talk about things. It then zooms into a bank, the lead characters run out, zooms off somewhere else and now the late characters are in a car like they have the ability to jump people around that map in a way that you can't do in film you know they can travel miles in the split second and they could set up all those different instances of people doing really cool stuff and have a really great soundtrack with an unbroken shot for like a minute and i think that would be super cool obviously you know rockstar you've already finished the trailer but that would be an idea I would throw into the board meeting of like, what if we tried this? You know, it became popular with God of War. It's big films on Netflix like Extraction 2 that does like a 13 minute. It, I mean, it, it is cut. Spoilers. There are cuts in there. But it's meant to be an unbroken shot, which is like 
an amazing bit of cinema. It's really immersive. I'd just like to see them try that. I love it. Um, here's my, my, I wish it would happen, but it won't bet. So it's sunsets. It's a skateboard style shoulder cam. And of course it's a skateboard. You cannot tell why, you know, the, the, you're running along in this singular tracking shot. Camera pans back. It's a ferret. Then the music comes in. I've got the looks. And then he looks across at another ferret. And it's the two ferrets running side by side through Vice City. I've got the looks. You've got the brains. Let's raid lots of dustbins. And then they go through all the dustbins. And it's a cipher for the real game being about a partnership and them looting. It won't be that. But can wow. you imagine? I mean, I can imagine it. And that is the kind of meeting that, that where we end the meeting and go, oh, it's gone past half five. <laughs> Don't worry about writing those last things down. Uh, we'll pick it up again next time. If anyone in the fan community wants to make that video, please do. We will share the life out of it. Um, wow. I, I, what I would say is we should throw on YouTube and Twitter some polls to ask for your favourites of the tracks we've suggested. Please throw in others. Um, there's lots of stuff we've thrown around. And the fun is the guessing game. Come on. So please get involved. Yeah, uh, that about uh, wraps up this episode. Like in summary, I think we're thinking it's a 60 to 90 second trailer. Lots of environmental shots. We'll see a hint of the main character and it will have a banging music track on it, which may or may not be one of the ones we have discussed. Um, <laughs> Thank you to everyone who watched last week's episode. Thank you to everyone who was tuning in on this, who has posted on Twitter, commented on YouTube. Uh, shout out to everyone on GTA forums. I can see you guys talking about us on there. Lovely to be part of that community again. Every week, as we did last week, we're going to do the special shout out to the people who comment in the video below. Our first comment this week was from the Dust Blowing Man. The 50th comment was from Betafax. And one of the random comments we're just throwing out was from Chris Vodden. Thank you all for watching. Really appreciate it. Um, as I say, when we come back, there's a high chance we'll be discussing the trailer. Wow. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us again this week. We will be back next Wednesday at 6 o'clock for another episode of GTA 6 o'clock. GTA 6 o'clock.